Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRE Investing Podcast. Another ugly day in the markets today, led by oil on the way down. Oil closing down $43 a barrel. That's the May contract at my, trading right now at minus $25 a barrel. Uh, hard to fathom. I'll, I'll walk you through that more in just a moment. But that really led the tone today. The markets were holding up pretty good after dropping about 500 at the open. They rallied pretty sharply down about 180. And then oil just start, started getting hit. Dow Jones closed down today at the lows pretty much, down 592 points. That was our biggest declining index, led really by Boeing and Amex uh, taking the Dow down, again, 2.4%, closing at 23,650. Uh, next up was the uh, S&P 500, down 1.8%. Russell 2000, down 1.2%. And our NASDAQ led the way, if you can call it leading, down just 1% closing at 8560 And that's really what we're keying off of. Uh, the tech semis have been leading the way on this 30% move higher we've seen in just three weeks, now having a, a full 50% plus retrace on our major broad market indexes, a technical, really a, a technical bear market rally is how we've seen it. And uh, But look, the, the May contracts for, for oil will expire tomorrow. So we're not going to have these minus $25 a barrel oil readings. And just to make, make that clear, it really is a structural issue, more of a technical issue. Uh, producers have to get rid of this oil. And right now, storage is full. So they've got, now they're now paying people $25 a barrel to take their oil. The only other option they have is to shut in the, in the, uh, the well. The problem with shutting in a well is you really risk damaging the formation and, and possibly having to redrill another well. So you can see why they're willing to pay $25 a barrel. But again, the May contracts expire tomorrow. Then we'll be looking at the June contracts, which are trading right now at about $22 a barrel. So again, more of a technical issue than anything, but you never want to see something that's never happened before in the history of the world with oil going negative. That's clearly a, a big negative. And, and it really fits with what we've been saying here, that we are in a depression. Uh, you can call it a deep, prolonged recession, but these are clearly depressionary statistics we're seeing now economically, and uh, all because of lockdowns, because of the insanity of lockdowns. We've been uh, consistent on this from day one with this coronavirus uh, 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 manufactured crisis, which it clearly is. We have proof of this again from Stanford now coming out with their study saying, hey, coronavirus has been here for a, lot, for a long time. We have herd immunity. Uh, it's, this, was, this was never going to be the global disaster that uh, the, Fauci, the President Fauci's of the world and Berks's and the Imperial College made it out to be. Complete fraud. Again, they're also home to the climate change fringe lunatics. Uh, and we also got another study out saying that, uh, well, you know what? It looks like the mortality rate of this is going to be just about what the flu is, the regular flu, again, which kills more than 50,000 Americans every year, kills more than 400,000 globally every year, but still we're stuck in lockdowns. The insanity of lockdowns, intentional economic destruction, intentionally pushing us into a global depression. Folks, again, we've been consistent on this. We believe your voice should be loud and proud on this because unless we remove these lockdowns, unless our president gets behind this emphatically and says, look, we made a mistake. I fired Fauci. Okay? He's wrong from the beginning. We're, he said we were going to have 2.2 million people die in this country. Uh, and I apologize for that. Let's re aggressively reopen the country and then get behind the bully pulpit that only he can 
and, uh, and, and open the economy because the U.S. leads and the world follows. So if not, we're just at the beginning of what is devastation. Listen to these numbers. In just two weeks, the demand for gasoline has fallen more than 50%. In just one month, the uh, airlines have seen a drop in transportation of flights of 96%. The bigger issue that we've been talking about with our clients, and one of the reasons we're really concerned about what's going to happen in this depression, is that consumer behavior is radically changing. And why wouldn't it? The media, nonstop, 24-7, mass hysteria, scaring the hell out of people. People are afraid to leave their homes when they should be out getting sunlight, when they should be out getting fresh air and exercising. The parks are closed. The beaches are closed. It's almost, it's, it's by design. They want this to manifest inside our homes. Look at the uh, subway systems in New York and through New Jersey. They're wide open. So it's perfectly fine to get on a crowded subway, right, spreading this. But then you must go home and stay inside your home where you share with your family, right? We have elderly, of course, the, the highest at risk and the vulnerable catching this from people that have been outside in the subway, etc. So, but it's this, again, the change in consumer behavior that has us here, the VRA, most concerned because this is not just going to go away. People aren't just going to go, oh, okay, they got it wrong. No, people have it set in their minds now that this is a global people killer, that this is a weapon of mass destruction. If I step, step outside my home, I could die. It's just... Uh, it, it really is a mass hysteria on a level that only true sheeple could get behind. Uh, and then here we are, folks. Here we are with the insanity of this. Um, let's take a look at also what we want to talk about today because, there, again, we have been bullish. Right? We were buying a couple days before the March 23rd lows. We remain long. Uh, we still believe the target on the Dow is about 25000 That's the next Fibonacci retrace level. And uh, we tend to not like to sell on Monday. So, again, had oil not crashed today, the markets would have held up much better. And we see that again. The NASDAQ down just 1% today. NASDAQ, the tech, semis have been leading. We know there's a ton of money coming into this market from the central banks all over the world. Stimulus, bailout, we've got more of that coming. We should get, hopefully this week, another $500 billion pushed through in the payroll protection plan. So this money's got to go somewhere. And when your 10-year uh, treasury uh, note is trading at 0.62%, again, it's Tina. There is no alternative. The money's got to go into somewhere. And it's, it's right now, there's, a, there's more cash on the sidelines than at any point since not only the 2008-2009 uh, financial crisis, but since 9-11. Markets typically don't fall when people are this bearish and have this much money in cash. So, this is the very nature of a bear market rally. We believe, and they are always the sharpest, but they do end. And uh, as we go throughout this week, we'll walk you through what some of our long-term uh, price targets are now for the markets. And I will tell you, they're, uh, they're quite a bit lower than here. We'll walk you through that throughout the week as we uh, position our clients for the next move lower uh, af once this bear market rally uh, does come to an end. Unfortunately, folks, this is a global depression, and these are not over quickly. Uh, they, tend to, they tend to last a few years. It's going to be a real painful process for a lot of people, uh, for everybody pretty much on the planet. It's very depressing. Uh, a sector watch today. All 11 sectors closed lower. What really got our attention on the, the, low, the move lower was what led the move lower. It wasn't energy stocks, as you would think it might be. It was utilities. 
Now, <clears throat> why would utilities be down almost 4% on the day? Again, when the 10-year is the yield dropped all the way to 0.62%, utilities are the largest borrower of money on the planet. So when rates drop, that is typically a positive for utilities. This is uh, one of our concerns about uh, debt and what may happen with the debt markets. We saw the same thing today in the high-yield bond market with uh, the, the two primary ETFs, HYG and JNK, both closing down almost 2% today. Again, not what should be happening with all this money and liquidity coming into the markets, with the Fed openly saying we are buying corporate bonds and muni bonds. Something really we're keeping an eye on here. Our commodity watch today, oil again. Right now as I speak, down $23 minus, excuse me, trading at minus $23 a barrel. That's uh, down 225% today, folks. Gold, again, this is how we're positioned, how we've been positioned for well over a year. Precious metals, miners, uh, if you've been with us here, you know that's true. Gold today closing at $1,712 an ounce, up $13 an ounce. And uh, we're now sitting at about $207 below the all-time highs of uh, 2011. Silver today also up up 25 cents at $15.54 an ounce. Folks, that's it for the day. Uh, we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.